that is what we call the exhale. I guess it's just, just complete relief. <laughs> 10 years, guys. Um, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this very special, very raw episode of CamCast. This is going to be episode 20. And I just witnessed something I haven't seen in 10 years since I was 17 years old. The Los Angeles Lakers won. We won the title. And I was telling everybody that we were going to do it from when we saw, uh, when we traded for AD last year. And I was right. I just knew that this team was going to get it done. That LeBron James and Anthony Davis were the most dominant duo since Shaq and Kobe. And they were going to get it done. And I was right. I just love being right. And I love being right about shit that I actually give a shit about. And that's the Lakers. If, you, if you've been paying attention to the podcast this year. And you've been paying attention to most of the episodes. You just know that of all, I, I love all sports. Right? I love sports. I love movies. I love a lot of different things. Um, in terms of my my love in life, I think that it's it goes like this, and it's very simple. It goes my love for my family and friends, and then my love for the Lakers. Some of you might think that's a little crazy, maybe even maybe a little bit reckless that my I spread my love, I put my love into something that I don't even own. You know, I don't own anything in the Lakers. I don't own a percentage of the team. I've never been a Laker. Um, you know, it's I technically I have no biological ties to the Lakers, but there's something about the Lakers organization and how the Lakers have been able to uplift me through the years that makes me just completely love everything there is to do and everything there is to love about the Los Angeles Lakers. And this title might be the sweetest one. This title is up there with the title in 2010 when we beat the Celtics after they beat us in 2008 in terms of titles that just mean the most. This 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 might be, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, so I'm not going to commit and say that this is more than the 2010 title, but this title is very important. You know, given everything that's happened this year and all the negative things that have happened in 2020, year, uh, 2020 as a whole, this is huge for the city of Los Angeles for everyone that's a Laker fan around the world, this is huge. And I'm just so happy to be a part of this, you guys. I'm, I'm happy that I was able to start my podcast the year that the Lakers win the title. I just fucking knew it. I just knew we'd be here. I just, man, <laughs> so many emotions running through my head. I mean, I was lucky enough to uh, be able to share this this victory with three of my closest friends, you know, three, three to me, three guys who are my brothers and my, my friends, pre AJ and Kyle. Um, I was glad that they were able to take time, especially cause you know, one of my buddies lives a little bit further, farther than uh, the other two, but we were able to all put aside some time today and just hang out together and enjoy this one because it's been 10 years, man. There, a lot happens in 10 years. I mean, a lot has happened with me in 10 years. A lot has happened in the NBA in 10 years. A lot has happened in the world in 10 years. And just to be able to finally just be able to breathe, get all that negative shit that the Lakers have had in the past and just get it behind us. We're back. I I just can't believe that we're finally in a place where we're, we're world champs again in possibly the hardest season that there's ever been. In a season, in definitely the longest season in NBA history. I mean, the Lakers were in training camp in October of last year. And here we are in the beginning of October now. And we won the 2020 title. So satisfying. I mean, 
luckily I, I've been able to calm down a little bit from when we, we originally, you know, the, the final buzzer sounded and all that. So I can kind of collect my thoughts, but I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am, uh, am about half a bottle deep in some crown Royal. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I celebrated as much as I possibly could have given that it's a Sunday night and I got work tomorrow, but I wasn't going to let this moment pass me by. It's the first time the Lakers have won a tile since I've been able to drink alcohol. So I got to, I had to celebrate with my Laker faithful. Had to celebrate with everybody that's been celebrating around the uh, Southern California for this Lakers team. I I wish that after you know on the news they were showing that Lakers were Laker fans were all over Staples Center and LA Live. I wish I was there. I want that energy. I want it. Um, I've I being able you know I my buddy popped a bottle of champagne. We popped a bottle of champagne out in the front yard. That was good. Um, man, I just with everything that's fucking happened this year, you guys. I. I'm so immensely overjoyed. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast, you've been following along, you know how I feel about the Lakers. You know how I feel about you know Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant's my favorite player. Kobe Bryant is my favorite celebrity that's ever existed, and he will always be my favorite celebrity that's ever existed. Kobe Bryant did so much for me, and you know guys like me around the around Southern California and, and really around the world. I mean, he inspired an entire generation to. Not just you know be good basketball players, but to not give up and to work as hard as you possibly can to get to where you want to be. And honestly, I don't think if Kobe hadn't have died this year, I wasn't sure if I I'm not sure if I would have actually been able to get the podcast off the ground. Um, there was something within me when I you know when Kobe died, I was like you know what, I don't want to live with any regrets. This life is very fragile. At any moment, I can just lose it. I can completely lose it and. I, I don't want to have any type of regrets about things that I could have done or things that I should have done. So in honor of Kobe, I started the podcast up. And it's something that I wanted to do for, I don't know, maybe two, three years. I know I was always talking about it. I was like, you know, I'm going to have a cam cast. It's going to be, I'm going to be talking about sports, be talking about movies. And in June, I finally did it. And that was 100% inspired by Kobe. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I, I, I did right by him and listen to his teachings and listen to how he lived his life and just do something good, do something positive, something that, that, that has my, my fingerprints all over it that I can be proud of. Regardless of how this is going to go or not, this podcast, I'm happy that I got it off the ground and I'm happy that I'm doing it because of moments like this. I'm just so happy. Uh, I, I want to give some respect to the Miami Heat that were a formidable opponent. Um, especially Jimmy Butler. Uh, I won't go too in-depth on it because I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're the runners-up. They shouldn't get that much shine, but Jimmy Butler deserves all the respect that he's gotten. That guy single-handedly put Miami on his back during this playoff series, and if not for him, they would have been swept. I think that Spolstra screwed up tonight by playing Goran Dragic at all. He missed, you know, four games. Kind of ruined the flow that they had. And I think that they would have been better served playing somebody else in those minutes. Just just a personal you know, preference. Just somebody who watches the game of basketball and understands how momentum and everything really drives a basketball game. I think he took away a little bit from their momentum today. And that's not his fault. He's a good player. But the, other, the rest of the, the, the team had something good going. And then when he came in, it kind of ruined some of that flow. Um, but that's no disrespect to him. He's a great player. Um, I, just, I just want those, those facts to be known. Man, the Lakers, man. I just, <laughs> if I was telling my buddies, if I could go back 10 years, just 10 years ago, you know, talk to my 17-year-old self after we won the 2010 title and just say this sentence, 
hey, you know, past Cam, I'm from the year 2020. This year, in the year 2020, you're going to lose Kobe Bryant. He's going to die. It's going to be horrible. But in that same year, a team, a Laker team, led by LeBron James and Anthony Davis, that also includes Rajon Rondo, Dwight Howard and his second stint, uh, J.R. Smith, JaVale McGee, and some white dude who's balding at 25 years old are going to lead your team to an NBA title. My 17-year-old self would have said, go fuck off. <laughs> There's, I mean, that's so outlandish. I mean, this team is just filled with a bunch of misfits. I know I talked about it on one of the pods already, but like, th- this team has a ton of just people that are, are were casted off around the NBA that people thought that they couldn't hang, that they, they were bad influences, that they had negative attitudes. Look what we just did. Look what we just did. We just won the title in, a, in the longest season in NBA history in a season that was definitely probably the toughest with a four-month gap in between the, the regular season games, eight games in the bubble for playoff seating, and then a full playoffs. And these players were away from their families since the beginning of July. I don't think that that gets enough respect. You know how difficult that is to be stuck in one spot and not being able to see the ones you love and get a little sense of of humanity and a little sense of normalcy. You know these guys couldn't cook their own meals if they wanted to. They can't go out to the to to anything else that they really wanted to do. They were stuck in this bubble. The the mental health aspect of this is something that I hope doesn't get lost on a lot of the people that are following the NBA. It's a big deal. And they were able to persevere and they showed that they had enough mental gusto to get through this thing and win it. <laughs> I, Man, it's, you know, hats off to LeBron. If anybody knew me growing up, they knew that I completely hated LeBron. I'm still not LeBron's biggest fan. I'm going to be honest. There are just some things. I don't like how he flops, stuff like that, but... Man, he is an amazing player, and he completely has my respect in terms of the way he's able to play the game of basketball. He does a lot of amazing things, but man, if we don't have Anthony Davis, we don't win this title. Anthony Davis is has a skill set that is completely unmatched in NBA history. He plays defense like Kevin Garnett. He dribbles the ball like Lamar Odom, but he shoots like... You know, who's a good big shooter like Kevin Love? He shoots like Kevin Love. That's that's a, a skill set that's completely unprecedented. We have never seen anything like that. And that has to go into the fact that he was a guard in high school, was six foot two, and then all of a sudden grew eight inches in high school and then was forced to be, you know, a big man. Those guard skills are still there and it's it's fantastic to watch. I just want to take a moment to Talk to all my my haters out there, not mine, but when I say mine, I mean my team, my Lakers team, all the haters, all these experts that said that the Lakers weren't going to win the title, that the Clippers were going to win it. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, you guys can all get these hands. So I'm going to give some people that can go ahead and get these hands. Ramona Shelburne, you were saying the Clippers were the best team for the entire season. You said the Lakers didn't have enough defensively. You can get these hands. I don't care if you're a woman, you can get these hands. What are you gonna? <laughs> you're you're a joke. That's horrible. Uh, what's another good one? Jackie McMullen, writer for Boston Globe, ESPN analyst. You can get these hands. If you <laughs> if you want to roll up, you can get these hands, Jackie. I don't care if you're 65 years old and you're a female. You can get these hands. You talked mad shit about my Lakers in the beginning of the season, and you can get these hands. You're here. I'm. They're right here for you. I mean, come on, let's go. Brian Windhorst, the big guy himself. You can get these hands. Just. 
I, I would love to do that one. I'd love to punch you square in the jaw. That'd be a great time. <laughs> you can get these hands. I'm, I'm here for you. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm about that. Because you guys talked out of your ass in the beginning of the season. So now I'm going to talk out of my ass, uh, talk out of my ass when we finally won the title. What are you going to say? You were wrong. And you were so sure that you were right at the beginning of the season that you were going on every single you know, publication that ESPN have saying that, oh, you know, the, the Lakers, there's, there's no way that they're going to be able to do it. Uh, you know, I just don't think that Dwight Howard's going to work out. I don't think Frank Vogel's a very good coach. Um, I think that LeBron James is going to steamroll Frank Vogel every time they have some type of timeout. In fact, you know what? I think Jason Kidd's going to wind up being the head coach at the end. Fuck off. Come on now. You guys are completely ridiculous. I I don't understand what you were... What's another one? Um, Marcellus Wiley. Former ESPN LA guy. Now he's on Fox Sports. Clipper fan. You can get these hands. Come get them. You can get these hands. I don't care if he's playing the NFL. You can get these hands. <laughs> I m- the next order of business for all of LA and Southern California is to sign a petition. It's a very important petition. The petition is to get rid of the Clippers in LA. They don't belong here anymore. They had their time when they were Lob City with Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, and Blake Griffin. Couldn't get past the second round. They couldn't get past the second round against a team with Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray this year either. They don't belong. They need to leave. You've extent you have exacerbated your stay in Los Angeles. You're no longer welcome here. So fuck off. <laughs> so get the hell out of here. You don't belong. I I don't want you here. A lot of Lakers fans don't want you here. And you know what? After this season, I'm pretty sure a lot of Clippers fans don't want you here either. You embarrassed them. Was it what they say? Street lights over spotlights. Yeah, I'm so sure. Uh, I've been to Riverside before. It's not that bad. In Palmdale, it's pretty much all dirt. As far as I'm concerned, Riverside and Palmdale are no longer a part of uh, Southern California. I'm going to try to draw that up in the next time we have a, a bill. <laughs> you guys, it's just been it's just been such a crazy year um, in all aspects, and my Lakers finally did it. I want to thank you guys for, for those of you that have been listening for joining in on my tour, or I guess my my series on the Lakers winning the title. I covered quite a bit. I covered the beginning of the restart before they got there, talked about my thoughts, what I thought. I talked about um, what they were going to do in the playoffs. I talked about the NBA awards. I talked about us getting to the finals. I talked about some of our opponents. I talked about a lot. I talked about a whole lot. And I just love being right. <laughs> I just love being right with stuff like this, especially when it's something that directly affects my mood and affects, you know, the area around me in, in a positive way. I love that shit. Um, if you, but I want to, you know, I've talked a lot. I want to hear what you guys have to say. I want you guys to comment below on my, on the YouTube channel. If you don't listen to YouTube, I want you to get on uh, the Apple podcast, comment there. And I want you to DM me or comment on my Instagram. I want to hear from all of you guys. Um, the Instagram is cam.cast. It's K-A-M, M as in Mary, dot K-A-S-T. That's camcast. Um, and if you guys can share this, share it on YouTube, share it on Spotify, share it on Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys are listening. Uh, I want to get the word out there. And share it to anybody you think might be a big Lakers fan. Um, and let's just spread that positivity because we're the champs for a year. It's ours. They can't take it away from us. Number 17, you guys. We did 17 for Bean. We did it. We're now tied with the Celtics for the most titles all time. And you know what? We're the favorites next year, too. Oh, man. 
I just, I can't believe it. You know, it's just, it's crazy. Um, but I want to thank you guys for going on this ride with me and, you know, look forward for more sports videos coming. Not going to be a basketball video for probably a little bit. Um, I might start talking about uh, what the NBA is planning on doing moving forward, but that won't be for probably a month or so. I'm going to, I'm going to let this be my last video of, of basketball or last podcast of basketball for a while. Um, get, there's going to be a lot more movie podcasts coming up. I might do a football podcast at some time. It just, I don't know, football, I'm not super interested in this season for whatever reason, but definitely a ton more movie podcasts and one Angels bo- uh, podcast for sure. So uh, as I said before, like, subscribe, share as often as you can, as frequently as you can. I appreciate the love and the channel appreciates the love because it just allows me to do more for you guys. And that's really what it is, what, what it's all about at the end of the day. So as always, guys, peace and love. Thanks. Thanks.